0: Here we are today on Mohawk Mama Soul, and I'm acknowledging that today is National Grief Awareness Day. And I'm not only acknowledging it because of what's happening in the world, in Houston, in my family, in your community, in your heart, in your family, in your work. I'm acknowledging it because There is more talk about grief and honoring it, but I am not sure that we are linking grief to self-care. That's what we're going to talk about in this next Mohawk Mama Soul podcast episode. If this is your first time, I want to welcome you in to this soul care campfire and let you know that you are right at home. You are in a place where you already belong. You have nothing to prove, girl. And here's what I want to make sure we do first and foremost. I want us to get our headphones on. I tend to speak low, that's just typically what I do. But it might be easier to hear me if you have your headphones on. But it also can become a sanctuary for you where you kind of put everything else, the noise, to the side. Be ready to be a receptive repository so that you can gather in, but then you can release. So you want to be a conduit just as much as a repository. Receive it and then Be courageous enough to let go. Choose to experience and let go of expectations for why you're here. Expectations can prevent us from seeing what's right in front of us. Our assumptions color what's really there. Sojourner, I want you to practice looking at yourself. Really look at yourself past who you've been told that you are or who you have believed yourself to be, or the part you have played, the roles that you play, the masks that you wear. Let's remove them. Let's remove the prejudgment and critique, one layer at a time, that normally attach themselves to those very things. Whether you're standing or sitting, with or without a mirror. I want you to pause and trace with your hand a section of your body. Maybe your face. Maybe your hand. Your arm. Your legs. Maybe your thighs. Maybe your belly. Your chest. Your shoulder. But what I want you to do is allow your hand to trace your holy temple. Welcome her, welcome her creator and sustainer. Get a keen sense of your embodiment as you untether yourself and discover aspects of drawing in the closeness of who you are and who you are becoming, because of who has created you and designed you. It is difficult at times, because when we do not notice due to hurry, busyness, avoidance, the lies, or dismissal, we will not be attentive to who we really are. And so that, that, is where we want to begin. When we allow ourselves to grieve, we are engaging in a form of self-care. How can I say that? If you think about grief, it is the presence of loss because of the absence of something or someone you have loved. So grief works in a way that allows us to engage in what it feels like to deeply be connected and to know what that disconnect then feels like. And so there's a myth And that myth is keeping busy during grief to distract you, to to kind of move you past feeling whatever the feelings are. But it is a myth because all that does is buries the pain underneath. It, It buries it underneath the activities, even good activities. And I'm not one for saying do no activities. I'm saying we must identify and we must acknowledge where good activities, healthy things become a cover-up or an act of suppressing what we really truly are just either too scared to journey through or too lost To journey through, and so we don't even know how to address it and approach it. And we each have our own unique experiences with grief, and and they vary. And I won't go into specific areas of grief, but I want for this episode. To look at the fact that we can permit ourselves to enter into grief in such a way that it is a form of nurturing ourselves, of giving a gift to ourselves. Keeping busy isn't self-care. But facing your feelings, expressing your feelings, and feeling what you must without judgment or analysis. I'm an analyzer. Going back to my Enneagram lens and proclivity, it's a five with a wing four. You can look that up if you are interested in what that means. But, but I'm just here to tell you that I know what it's like to want to go in and analyze what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling it, why I'm feeling it, instead of just feeling it. Notice where you are in caring for yourself in the grief with friendships, you know, acquaintances or um, those you're collaborating with at work, notice where you are and be able to be your advocate of letting others know. Even if that advocacy looks like letting people know that there are certain things that now triggers certain responses. Letting people know where the new boundaries are. And even if you don't know them, letting them know in moments where you discover them based on an encounter. It is really okay to, as you move along in grief and go through waves of grief and stages of grief, to be able to give yourself permission to recognize things along the journey. Because the layers, they are that, they are layers. It's not just what you know about the grief in the very outset, but what you begin to become more acquainted with through the grief and knowing that this is not the only option, there are other options. And so, whereas today is National Grief Awareness Day, we have many, many more days, many more hours, many more months and years to experience grief in so many ways. Sometimes we're blindsided. Other times we are bracing ourselves for it because we know certain pain is coming. Whether it's seeing a loved one wither away or the self. I want you to consider that. podcast with your friends jesus is always with your heart he loves you. you bye thank you thank you